Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and joining me is a man with a plan, Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing today? Nothing to say. Don't lie to the people. It's the same as the last podcast. It's the same day. No plan has been made that makes me be the man with a plan. You are lying. I have a question. Oh, God. Why is that? Why is that? Is that uh, art that's framed behind you tilted? Uh, because my bench is leaned up against the wall and it's pushing it. Can can you? That is just looks awful. Yeah, it's. I deal with it. It is what it is. I don't have room. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, plan on moving out in like September though. So. Oh really? I thought I thought you were moving it back because because how expensive. How's no, we're renting. We're going to rent. Ah, yeah. now we're talking. Yeah, I'm running out of space. When you got a bench next to your mini fridge and it's, <laughs> and it's ruining your art on the wall, you know, that's a, it's a, it becomes a problem. You know, that's when I knew it was yeah, like an epiphany. I, I need to, I need to get out of here. <laughs> um, anyways, today we have the linebackers calling. If um, we did the defensive ends, last and so if you haven't checked out that podcast check that one out defensive tackle or defensive line what i say oh yeah defensive line i'm sorry shout out to diano ville shout out enoch jackson and the whole gang um defensive line obviously we expect big things from them a lot of this defense comes back to them especially if it's a four-man front but the linebackers are interesting because on paper and this is just on paper i could argue that this is the deepest unit on the defense better be like we're talking about Larry Nixon veteran Katie Davis veteran Tyreek Davis super veteran who we I, I mean comes back as a super senior Kevin Wood coming into his third year talented player Jordan Brown who I have had high expectations for I think everybody has high expectations for he's one of the players that Clint Bowen talked a lot about of him being a very good player um, and then you got some other guys like Jacob, uh, Jacoby Johnson, uh, Sean Thomas Faulkner, who is kind of a safety linebacker hybrid, uh, Taylor Jacobs, um, and even Kyla Powell, who I don't believe is on scholarship. I don't know that for a fact, but, um, but yeah, he can, you know, at least get in there and mix it up a little bit. You have right, a lot of players can. here. You have a lot of players here, Colin. Um, what are you expecting from this unit? Uh, just who are the guys that you are do you what do you need to see more of you know what are you looking for here i said on the last podcast that the defensive line is the best unit however there is no reason that this unit cannot be the best unit i think the here's why i said the defensive line is going to be the best unit it's because i don't think i think the peak for the defensive line is to be the best unit i think what we should expect from the linebackers is to be the best unit however i don't think that that's going to be a thing after every single year we say that they're going to be the best unit and they just and and it's that's like they've been bad right like like yeah. katie davis like in tyreek davis like they've been good but with with the depth like you've mentioned and this is not this is this is even foregoing what they had last year you know with all the the COVID issues and injuries yeah. and whatever it just i feel like it's never really come to fruition what we're supposed to see from these guys like we, we talked up their speed you know and we didn't really see that you know it's it's still you know Dion noville tackling all the running backs you know and not yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. i think what we should expect from this linebacking unit is to be the best unit however i don't think that'll happen 
that 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 is that is my you asked i forgot what you asked so i'm sorry if i rambled on <laughs> no i i agree i i think i could take this uh step by step of what you said I, I agree with pretty much is that the linebackers floor should be very high like we know what we're getting from them right at the very least they're getting capable linebackers like these aren't linebackers who we know nothing about there should be capable guys there should be guys who know this i don't want to say know the system but know what they're doing or with the players around them because there are new coaches um but like you said we've seen this group have good years statistically. And this is what I always come back to with this group. I wrote, I've written this everywhere. I've said this everywhere. I feel like, but we've seen this group have really good statistical seasons. And like, and you mentioned the COVID situation last year where Tyreek Davis, I think missed like four or five games. Uh, Katie Davis missed a couple games. Um, You had Kyle Powell starting at linebacker for a few games. So it was very, disjointed it was very messy last season and so i don't even want to take too much from that this past last season right but if we look at last season and the 2019 season that's a year and a half basically let's say let's count last year as a half year that's a year and a half of sample size and we've seen enough from these guys to say all right they can put up numbers they can make some tackles but where's the impact where is the the leadership here? Where is the when a when a player breaks the first line or even gets to the first line and linebackers need to step up and be there and shed their block and make a play in the gap? Where is that? And it just felt like that never happens. And I don't want to put all of that on Katie and Tyreek Davis, um, but in some ways I am because. This is a team, this is a defense that needs those guys and all the linebackers to be good at the very least and be impactful. Like, I don't, I don't care that, that you make 11 tackles in a game and you lose the game 52 to 40. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter to me when you, you're a defense that averages 43 points a game. Like you, if you you allow forty three points a game and you can you get eighty tackles in ninety game in nine games, like it just doesn't equate to me as being a good or an impactful player. And I think you can say about a lot of players on this defense last year is that none of them were impactful. But I will say that playing the three three five defense last year, it starts with the linebackers. A lot of pressures on the linebackers to be great. And even though they will be playing a four two five more this year than last year. I still need more leadership. I mean, I need more impactful moments. I need more um, highlight type plays. And I know it's not all about highlight plays, but at least you can give me something here. Give me a play where you, where you uh, run down the, the running back three yards on a stretch play on the outside. Give, give me something where you blow up the gap or you shed a block or you do something like that. It just felt like all of their tackles last year and in the past year and a half have been kind of just like, oh, we're here and we made a play. You know what I mean? It hasn't been yeah. like, we're, we're going to go get this guy. We're going to go right. make a play. Right. Is that fair, do you think? No, I, I think that's fair. It's, it's, I, I think what you just said is basically sums up that they've, and you can say this for the whole defense, is that no, one's, no one has been special the last year and a half, if that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Um, and I think also that that kind of 
gives us the reason or is is the reason why we are i, I don't want to use the word disappoint the word disappointed is the word i want i'll use um disappointed this uh, yeah but disappointed with the linebackers especially because we thought that they would be the ones if any making the highlight plays right defensive line was always just Deion Noville. there was no secondary and then it was supposed to be katie davis and tyreek davis and we thought that okay if anyone's going to make those quote-unquote highlight plays or or have an impact right it was going to be those guys and instead it was just nobody and i think that that's the that's the main the main thing we have with them is is yeah you have them returning and they're and they're solid but is that all they like are are they going to be anything more than that or is that all they are and and this defense needs a unit to step up at all just some unit yeah <laughs> and we've always thought it was going to be the linebackers and i think that, that that's where most of our our disappointment comes from yeah um i will say i don't know how they're going to play it in the 425 um I'm not sure how they're going to play the pass. I'm assuming they're not going to be pass rushing that much unless if it's certain blitz packages, uh, which puts them into coverage more. Um, even though last year they did play coverage a good amount. Uh, in the run game, I'm interested to see how they play it. For me, I think a lot of it will come down to the coaching situation that they're put in, to if they're in the right spots, if they're able to – um get those one-on-one situations where whether it's pass rush or run stopping or run defense um and i think that they're deep enough this year i'm interested to see how they use larry nixon because larry nixon has always been that kind of outside jack type player you know if they do end up playing a 425 with him on the field like i'm assuming they're not going to go to 335 just with him on the field but if they go 425 with him on the field can he be versatile enough to make those plays? Cause he's a little bigger than the other two. I'm, I'm not sure. I, 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 I love Jordan Brown. I think Jordan Brown probably has the highest ceiling of anybody on this defense. Like as far as like all conference caliber players go, I think he's a guy who I'm not gonna say he can get this year, but in years to come, I think he's going to be able to get that. So we're looking at a deep room. We're looking at a room that, um, needs to have an impact and i'll end it with this at least from my my end you can keep going but i went on the roost podcast shout out the roost um and said that this unit needs to be the leaders of the defense this year which is an obvious thing for most people who cover football is most of the time the linebackers are you know the guys for the most part when you think of great defenses and you think of Ray Lewis, and you think of um, Bobby Wagner, Fred Werner, uh, go down the list of great linebackers that lead great defenses. It's kind of like a spiritual type thing. You know what I mean? It's like a situation where they are the emotional leaders of the defense. And that's something I think, I'm not going to say EJG and Brandon Garner were like the Ray Lewis caliber of leaders, but it felt like they at least had a pulse on the team and they were like veteran leaders of the team every year that they were in the both years they were in. If it's felt like since they've been gone, there's been a hole in that regard. Right. Like if I asked you last year, who the leader of the defense was, what would you have said? Like Cam Johnson, like Dion. That's actually a really good question. Uh, I Cause guess, I wouldn't have said the linebackers. I, I would have said Cam. probably Cam Cam. And that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like a weird situation here where we're looking at like, like who's going to be the leader of the defense this year. If it's Deion Oville, I mean, that's great, but 
because he's a great player, but he's in the, you know, he's doing the dirty, the dirty work for the team. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. and he's also not the communicator that of the, he's in the middle there. He's kind of pointing out stuff, to the defense line, but linebackers and safeties are the ones communicating. So it's just something that to think about here. I'm not saying they're bad leaders by any, by any means, but it's just something that I've kind of noticed. It's like, they don't have that swagger to them. They don't have that pep to their step. They don't have that. I feel like they need that leadership from the Davis boys this year. And that's going to be a big thing. So I agree. Um, let me make sure I didn't miss anything here. Uh, like I said, Bashan Thomas Faulkner, I don't know exactly what I expect from him. Um, transfer from see i don't know why i started that sentence when i know i don't know where he's from sean thomas Fol- citadel you were gonna, you were gonna Cit- remember the citadel um and i believe he played safety a lot more over there so we'll see uh so safety linebacker hybrid maybe he's a coverage guy i don't know um but yeah we'll see how this unit plays and i'm interested to see how bennett uses them specifically and jim gush the linebackers coach um also, I haven't who I haven't talked to, but it looks like a cool guy. So, we'll see. It's a great name, Jim Gush. I love the name. It's way better than Colin Mitchell, that's for sure. All right, all right. Anyways, um, if you haven't already, check out the other podcasts we've done on this our position preview series on the offense and the defensive line. Um, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple. We're still at forty nine. Last I checked, somebody leave us a rating and get us to fifty, please. Wait, we're not at 50? <laughs> we're at 49. Colin, we haven't uploaded in like two months. Besides, I don't care. <laughs> like, we haven't done anything. <laughs> we should be fired. <laughs> um, anyways, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple, please, and thank you. Follow us on Twitter at MingGreen247. And we have one more coming to you in the secondary later this week, so check that out as well. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you all later.